and welcome to the Multiversity Manga Club. We are at the first of our recordings for December, where we talk about the month that came before and the various Shonen Jump titles. I am Walter, and as always, I am joined by my co-hosts, Emily and Zach. Didn't ask us how we're doing. I, I'm just I'm just stating facts here. I'm joined by you all. It's almost as if he's already asked us that tonight. Oh yeah, that might be. That might actually, be. actually, I realized when I introduced you guys, we're recording these things a bit out of order. A little peek behind the curtain. I think I didn't ask. I didn't. I don't think I even introduced you two when we recorded the other section. Man, we're so uh, off our game. We normally? Whoops. Yeah. Whatever. Anyway, so we're going to talk about uh, the month of November specifically. In November, we had two series end, one of which double tie say, I don't care. Uh, <laughs> we, so a couple, I think all of us dropped that. I dropped it, I think, about a couple weeks ago, maybe like seven or eight weeks ago. So I haven't read the last chapter. It was just too much. Like, it wasn't even that it was like a really terrible series that really offended me or anything. I just couldn't, I just wasn't really super into the narrative. And it, it just got really weird story-wise. <laughs> How about, how about you, Zach? Did, oh, no, you I, I don't remember. Close? Yeah, I don't even remember where exactly I fell off. It was actually pretty soon after I, um, the main character like fell down the stairs and like his personality switched or whatever. I think I read a couple that, chapters after that. I was about to say, isn't that like the second chapter? <laughs> I, can't, I know it was early. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, I, I wasn't much further behind you. Yeah, so double tie say, whatever. Too bad, so sad. Uh, not going to miss you much. But the other one that ended, I am kind of going to miss. It's Yui Kamio, a series that stuck around longer than I expected. Yeah. Uh, if either of you guys want to take point on this, because I wrote a review, which you can read on multiversitycomics.com about this. I don't want to just like start spouting off just my review verbatim. So if there is anything you guys want, any thoughts you had on the ending of this series or about this series in general now that it's over. Yeah. Um, um, I think it was definitely interesting in the sense of like, I'm not even really sure if it was meant to go this way. I kind of thought maybe they changed it after they, see, I don't really know. I, I This is all just speculation on my part because I don't know when they find out if they're going to be able to keep going as a series or, or, you know, at some point they have to be like, well, we have, we got to end this in seven. So come up with a plot line that you can end in seven chapters. And that's kind of what this kind of felt like with the like Mushi master woman that I guess they, they came up with. Mm -hmm. And yeah, yeah. As you said, Walter, Walter and I were talking about this off, you know, off podcast, but there was like the second to last chapter had Kito saying, I love you, Yui. And I was like, oh Yeah got to be ending soon. Yeah. <laughs> There's no way they'd have the L word uh, right right there if it were not ending soon, especially for like a shonen shoujo manga. So yeah, it was kind of like a weird mix of Sailor Moon and like one of these other like demon shonen series, like demon hunting ones. Because it kind of started out as a comedy and, and it kind of drifted from comedic stuff to this sort of like, yeah, like the Sailor Moon thing of, of kind of Monster of the Week. And then the Monster of the Week would join them in the quest to save Yui Kamiya from her weird possession thing. And yeah, and I mean, I thought I thought the character of Yui Kamiya was sort of an interesting kind of different take on that sort of female kind of like damsel in distress. Because mm -hmm. on the one hand, she was a damsel in distress. On the other hand, she's also the most powerful character in the series. 
Right. Because she had two forms. So it was interesting. I wouldn't say it was a great series that everyone should read right now. It, but it it's, was, I'm it's glad the, I read it. I'm glad I kept up with yeah, it. Yeah, it's the sort of thing that like I I think you, like I guess you could say you had to be there. You had to be there for Yui Kamiya. You, like, yeah, it, it wouldn't really like be a thing that I'd say, oh, you should go back now that this is finished, go back and read these. I, I wouldn't, I don't think I'd really recommend no. it to anybody now. But it was, and, and like with mine and Zach's like, experience with western comics like it, it there's a lot of it reminds me a lot of like series like that in western comics that's like i wouldn't necessarily say oh yeah you should read this but like you know a series that like at the specific time it was coming out i had fun reading it i wouldn't right. read it again i wouldn't really recommend it but it was because it was it was coming out at that time and i was reading it at that time it right. was enjoyable right mm-hmm. Yeah, totally. Yeah, I mean, I know we always say, like, oh, well, if I wouldn't recommend it to anyone, then what's the point? I mean, I think if the plot sort of interests you, it's worth a shot. I mean, obviously, it ended prematurely. But it's sort of a different take on this on this sort of harem comedy thing, which, again, it sort of drifted away from comedy, I would say, a little bit more than halfway through and kind of yeah. became this, like, yeah, like, Monster of the Week. Not like JoJo's Bizarre Adventure, but, but like Sailor Moon. So... Did you have any thoughts on it, Zach? Not really. I I mean I I never I liked the series okay. I don't I don't think I maybe liked it as much as you did at like your best points. Um mm-hmm. but I did think it was interesting for kind of being a Sailor Moon esque yeah. story. We don't actually surprisingly don't get very many magical girl type stories in Shonen Jump, yeah, even though they're very popular. True. And so right that was cool right but it is still like yeah, a, I, I think it is technically classified as shonen yeah shonen. um because still the main character is keto and it is still like a sort of thing of you rather than Who do you like the best yeah right, more ra- of a rather, harem or reverse harem ra- rather, no it rather, would be a harem it would be right. a harem. Right. yeah, yeah. um ra- rather than like you know the sailor moon of you're supposed to relate to uh Oh crap! What's her Serena? civilian name? Serena. Her what? Her like. Is this her civilian name? I don't yeah. know. Else. I mean, Serena in the English version. Right. Usagi and Usagi. That's what I was thinking of. Here, like Kito is like the main character, but I think that kind of the, one of the interesting things that they subvert with that is that in so many of these kind of like harem comedy type things, the main character, you know, he's just like you. He's He's a little bit of a loser, a little bit shy, but he's a good guy and all that. Um, when he's creepy, all... everyone just thinks it's really cute right. and um, lovable. And Kito is decidedly not that. He's like, you know, very, he's very popular, very successful. He's rich. He kind of like turns around like he's a bit of a, little bit of a fool himself, a little bit of a jerk at the yeah. beginning and becomes like a good guy. But in some ways, like unlike a lot of the other protags of these kinds of stories, he, like I said, he's not just like you. He yeah. is, you know, the elite of his school. Yeah, he's like the hot guy that um, so, enough people like, I guess. So it's a little bit different in that regard. Yeah. And, and so I feel like it doesn't have as much issues with, like, ideas of, like, self-pity or stuff like right. that. Right, yeah. There which was can like, run rampant in these series. Yeah, that was, I think that's why I liked reading it, because there was none of that. I mean, like, the worst thing that happened is, like, some fan service and stuff. Right. But it... Yeah, it had none of this, like, oh, why does Yui, why doesn't she like me the way I want her to like me kind of thing. There wasn't any, any of that. I mean, there was some stuff of Kito kind of being scared of her. 
Right. That's mostly the Yui and Black. I will say it was raw when Kito got murdered. <laughs> Kito gets killed. He got fucked up. Kito gets basically killed in like the second to last chapter. And I almost thought that was going to... I thought for the, a split second it was going to stick. And I thought, you know what? If Because I kind of felt like it was ending. Mm-hmm. So I kind of thought like, hey, if they're going to end it like this, like I'd almost recommend reading it just to see like Kito get... Like, <laughs> to get fucking brutal. No, I just mean like it was surprise. I mean, I guess it was kind of a shock ending. But of course, Kito... Because at this point, he's eaten a mushi that lets him put his body back together. He doesn't actually die. He ate the chop-chop fruit. Well, the chop-chop <laughs> fruit, you you can you use it yourself to, to split up. You don't, like, explode. But, okay, I see what you're saying. Yes, but Buggy, uh, one, I almost said Final Fantasy character. What the hell? <laughs> one Piece character that can separate his body parts and, and get away that way. So... Yeah, it's, it was a weird series. Again, like, we, we liked it. Walter and I liked it because we were following it. But it's not really a series that I'm like, oh, yeah, start from the beginning and just, yeah, this is like a, this is like a wild ride you're going to love. Like, it, it, it's a wild ride, but I don't know if it's like, it's like a 6 or 6.5 out of yeah, 10, maybe. it was fun. I'm glad it existed. Yeah. I'll miss it in a sense, but. <laughs> yeah, I'll miss, I'll miss it. Because I'm afraid we're gonna get something like way worse. Yeah, that's the... <laughs> and it's... because and it's... because now that because now that's the hole in the rotation. The like the uh... harem. Well, I guess I guess we do have. Uh, we never learn. I just kind of forget that it exists. Yeah, you see. That's so what... I guess I guess there isn't there isn't like the like oh we need to fill this spot. Mm-hmm. So I'm not as worried. Don't then. be careful what you wish for. Yeah, maybe that's better to just have a hole there. Anyway, yeah. so that's Yui Kamiya. Goodbye, Kito. Goodbye. We're going to at least briefly talk about, even though we've, this will be the third month in a row we've talked about it. This we got to just mention Matama Security. It's so good. This is the Matama Security podcast now. It just keeps getting, uh, I won't say that it necessarily keeps getting better, but it is consistently very good. Yeah. Yeah, it's very the, funny. The latest chapter for November 2019 that we're talking about is the one about Mr. Commentary. The guy that loves to narrate stuff, the, the spirit that haunts Rena, and that was just a great chapter about mm. how he's haunted like so many people, and they get tired of him, and he just like, <laughs> like all this like very mundane like it would be like if you know like if ghosts are real, but instead of being scary, they were just like really annoying and boring. <laughs> and but he's he nice. Like, he's nice, and like when when Rena. when he starts haunting Rena, she like takes his all of his sort of commentaries to heart. And I forget the exact thing he says to her, but it's just really cute. And he's like, you know, that's when I realized she was a good girl. And she uh, she actually listened to me rather than telling me to, to fuck off. So, yeah. 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 That that was probably the best chapter. The other two um, kind of plot threads that we got with um, Mitama's mentor character yes. and kind of his origin story, which was really fun. I love the yes. decor where he's just like in a basketball game and he... <laughs> He wins the basketball game, and that's like the culmination that's of everything. Graduates. That's it. Yeah, and then there's like the, then there's like the little like asides about like you know, or you know, all these like other stories that happen. And it's like wait, what? Like they mention it like very briefly about like all these other things that he did. And it's like, yes. wait, when, when did that happen? Right, right. Like the scar and the the awakening right. or whatever. Like, um, yeah, that, it was like after. After some very plot relevant uh, events where Metallica Scar and he awakened to his true powers, um, <laughs> and you just see like pictures it's of like, like his is, isn't isn't that more important than the basketball thing? Or, but of, yeah, no. but of course it's not. Um, and no. then his mentor says, "We don't play dodgeball." 
And he seems like really <laughs> mad about this. And he's like, we don't play dodgeball, Matella. He's like, our sport is basketball. Because you think he's just going to tell him, like, you're ridiculous. Why are you playing dodgeball with the spirits? But, <laughs> yeah. His mentor has, um, I know that Emily's only seen what I've shown her. I don't know. Zach, did you watch much G Gundam? No. Mm-hmm. Oh, man. Uh, because his mentor has like very strong Master Asia vibes. <laughs> who's the who's like the mentor sensei type of the main character of G Gundam. Where are you looking, Domoon? I'm right here. <laughs> right um, up here. Okay, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> we won't we won't go too far on that. Walter knows the entire I'm just gonna tell everyone Walter knows the entire sort of opening monologue that Master Asia has with Domoon <laughs> in G Gundam. It's really actually kind of impressive. Anyway. I only bust that out on special occasions. <laughs> yeah. I don't know if there's much more to say about Matama security it's other just... other than you you really if you're not reading it you you got it. It's so funny. It's so good. It's yeah. sweet. It's funny. Yeah. And it's also like kind like it's it's interesting enough for a comedy. Yeah. Like I'm I'm kind of invested in what's going on. Yeah. Yeah, I think I am too. Um, even like characters and plot threads that I did not think I would care about at all, like this um, this spirit who's in love with Mitama. Yes, and that yeah. that that like really sweet chapter about her kind of trying to yeah maintain her her corporeal well yeah yeah not becoming a spirit, and he he even realizes that she's a spirit, but he just yeah, didn't that, wanna... that that was a sweet little yeah. twist at the end. Yeah, it's good. Yeah, it's and all so this, good. you find out about, like, how she's friends with the spirits now, and she, well, sort of friends with them. I mean, they they sort of, they sit and watch movies together every night. <laughs> and even Zoboro, the, 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 <laughs> the disgusting, like, foot monster thing is crying during the movie. So, like, they're all watching, like, Love Actually every night or some, some <laughs> other, like, chick flick and crying during it. At least that's what I like to think. But, yeah, so it's still good. good. It's still very So funny. good. I, that's, honestly, that might be one that... You know, a lot of these that we read, I don't like when they get printed. I don't buy. I might buy the print <laughs> yeah. editions of that. One. I hope it keeps going. I hope it's one that they keep because it's not in the it. It's like I think it's on 14 or 15 now or something. Yeah. So it's it's like maybe halfway to the point where it would become where it might get canned. But oh, I kind of hope it I hope it sticks around. It's kind of like I almost feel like it's sort of in the same place that like Chainsaw Man was for a long time. Yeah, it might be able to kind of push ahead. Yeah, I sort of hope. I sort of hope Chainsaw Man. I, it feels like, or sorry, I sort of hope it has the same sort of fate as Chainsaw Man. It seems like Chainsaw Man was kind of in this like weird limbo for a while, and then after it got past sort of a critical period, after it survived like thirty weeks or something, it seemed to, yeah, maybe just like it's seen by enough eyes, sort of thing, and so people are like, yeah, I'm gonna keep reading Chainsaw Man. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I don't know. I kind of hope. I kind of hope that happens with Matama. Um, on a slightly more serious note, we had, I believe, uh, the climax of the current uh, Promise Neverland arc. You know, you never know. There could be a little bit. <laughs> it definitely seemed like it. But... <laughs> We're not saying anything about it ending anymore, please. No. No, that's, that's not but what it, <laughs> But, no. <laughs> there, we had the um, showdown with the Queen of the Demons and they're pretty horrific. Yeah, um, that was cool. Yeah, it's it's been. I feel, I feel the like series for the past couple of years has like been really pushing the action angle more. So it's good to see them kind of like lean more into the horror elements of the story. Because yeah, she her like final form was unsettling. 
This wasn't even her final. Actually, that was her final. It was. Form. Yeah, she got. She basically her hunger was her undoing. Right. Um, yeah, and she was really hideous. Yeah. It, Sorry, lady. Now, correct me if I'm wrong. We did end that with no actual deaths of named no humans. No, no names. A lot of demons. I think the only people that have like been named and have died is like the the geezer whose name I now forget. And Lucas, right? His friend is Lucas the guy. Yeah, it was yeah. it was it was the guy that uh, Jesus, why did I, I can't remember his name? But yeah, he died about a year ago, year and a half ago, or something like that. Or did he? I think so. They saw him in heaven. Oh there. yeah, that's right. Heaven's <laughs> heaven's kind of the thing that confirms. Yeah, I, feel, I forget if I mentioned this that um, um, Demon Slayer does that too. This shows him in heaven, so it's like just so you know, we know this is a shonen manga. <laughs> They're dead this time. Right, they are seeing their loved this, ones in heaven. They are to, dead. This yeah. seems to be like just a superhero comic thing in general. Although, like, although, yeah. although um, this is like relevant because it's pretty recent. Um, I just was reading through Ecstatics oh, yeah. recently and Moira is in hell. But uh, <laughs> as we know from Hickman's X-Men comics, she wasn't really dead. So even even seeing someone in the afterlife is not true proof although i would say when you have just one creator writing a, a story over the course of a, a thing that's probably, that's probably more true. reliable it's probably yeah. more reliable yeah i was gonna say moira can't really die though no well right that was a recent creation of the character yeah okay yeah. anyway people in shonen can sometimes die for real or they sometimes. can sometimes show up at their grave and be like, they cannot know why I'm dead. <laughs> that was the one piece. We talked about this. We talked about this every once in a while because it's so bad. <laughs> even This is one where even Oda commented and said, yeah, I probably should have made it so that that character died. <laughs> Rather than showed up as a shadow over his own grave and was like, they must not know. <laughs> Ridiculous. Until the right moment or something. Anyway, like I won't get into that. Research it yourself if you want to know who, who that character is. It's ridiculous. So... I think we're still, like I said, what we've gotten so far is like kind of the climax of this arc. Um, still not a lot of resolution, falling action to use to use our uh, language arts terms. I, I there is still a question of like how much Norman will be like called to account, if at all, or is that has that been completely resolved more or less? I don't know because he was. We know he was willing to go pretty far. <laughs> Yeah, I wonder, I just had a weird thought just looking at these last few panels. I don't know why, but I wonder if he's like somehow related to Ratchery. I, I don't know why I thought that. They both have blonde hair, I guess. Could be. Uh, spoilers, you find out that Peter Ratchery, who's a human, who I was, I, I knew this was going to be the end, is that, that the Ratcheries are like the true big bads. True evil. Ratchery is leading the Imperial Army for some reason. I still don't really know what... At this point, like, what is he getting out of this? I mean, I guess it's not, like, not being eaten by demons is the main thing. But, <laughs> but like, now that it's all gone to, to shit, I don't really know. He's, he's still, he, I guess he's just got to keep the status quo as much as possible. So, yeah, now it's yeah, humans fighting humans. Humans were the real demons all along, in case you couldn't believe it. Whoa. Yeah. Man. Yeah. I mean, it's 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 going towards. I'm not even going to say it's going towards an ending or anything. It's going towards a confrontation with Ratri, who for a really long time has been sort of built up as an yeah. arc villain. Yeah, I I feel like I mean this is definitely moving to a resolution, but I bet that 
if they wanted to continue the story, there are many ways that it could be done, but I bet it has something to do with the promise. Yeah, yeah we, we, we still haven't learned what the new promise is, right? Right, yeah. And we, we know um, that Emma made it, and she made it with the little god demon. And there's still so much that we could... I mean, the promise Neverland, you know, if that's the other world, mm. that, that's the human side of things, there's still a lot that could be done on that side that even if, like, they settle things with Ratri and they cross over back to the world where the humans are in control, could turn out that place is a total piece of shit. Yeah, could be. We don't know what that's like at all. There could still be, like, tons of stories to be told on the other side of the wall or whatever. It's Yeah, they so... get over there and no one has health care and... <laughs> it's real bad <laughs> all we know about Ratri is like from those flashbacks and he's just like a guy in like a suit looking at ne- some books never trust guys in suits looking at books <laughs> I trust them all the time I don't know <laughs> I don't know who I'm thinking about um yeah so it's That's it's interesting I mean it'll I think these next few chapters uh will probably be pretty informative as to like where what's going on from here yeah um we'll see though i've i've been liking this last arc besides like kind of kind of our talk point when it comes to like talking about pokemon which we did earlier but you listeners will not hear for another couple weeks there is like a certain level of they can only take it so far in terms of how complex it is to being and how like morally deep it is but I think they do a lot with what what they can do. Right. Um, I think our last one that we wanted to speak about specifically uh, was One Punch Man. At least plot-wise, we had a pretty big development of Orochi. He got one-punched. Yep. He was like, oh, that was just a normal punch. <laughs> normal punch. <laughs> um, as well. And and what was, what was the name of the kind Giro, of... Giro Uh-huh. The one that Tornado killed? Yeah got splatted right yeah Yeah. i like tornado tornado's cool yeah the the, and you know those again you know talking about books moving towards resolutions those are like the two big bads kind of for this yeah at least at least as far as like this arc that has been granted granted it comes out more sporadically so it just seems like this specific arc has been lasting forever yeah but in the grand scheme of things not really maybe like 20 chapters right so um, well, as, I don't know. A... This arc has been going. Yeah. I, it depends yeah, on like how where you would like draw the line do... at arc. Sure, I guess, sure. yeah. Yeah, like, yeah. Um, it's kind of been one big story for a long time. Right. It's like the distinction of whether like the um, Ginyu arc is something separate from the Freeze arc. Or something. Sure. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Which it isn't. It's all the same thing. Um. Anyway. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm laughing thinking about like the best scene. In the past couple of weeks, that so we've yes, had. I, I know that I know that there's something Emily at least really wants to talk about. <laughs> go 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 for I it! Talk, I want to talk about King's chapter. God, King is in this so arc, good. He's the best character. So we all know that King's gimmick is that he's he. I think he's the number one hero. Yes, like he's like the endeavor right of, the, of this. He's he's like the number one S ranked hero. By the way, I named my Scorch Endeavor. <laughs> That's a really good... That is a really good... Because he also has, like, the flames on his face that look like a beard. Yeah. Which mm-hmm. Scorch also has. Anyway. That's really cool. Yeah. So, King... So, he looks really strong. He's this big guy. Spoilers. He is actually super weak. Maybe one of the weakest people in the entire series. 
But for some reason, he's just always in the right place at the right time because he's kind of a big guy. A lot of the time, people, his reputation precedes him and people just kind of freak out and run away. In this latest chapter, The Featured King, there was sort of, it was, it was this, but like, I don't know how they keep making this funny. It's pretty great (laughs) because uh, there's a monster that like takes on the form of this kid that was kidnapped by the monsters earlier on in the arc. And he approaches King and King's like freaking out. And of course they talk about like the King engine, which is his heart beating really fast because he's scared. Everyone thinks it's like him like powering up, but it's like his heart beating really loud. Because he's really scared. And so he sees this guy, this kid coming towards him. And of course, as I said, he's this guy, this is the kid um, is actually a monster in disguise. And King tells him, he's like, I got to get him to get away from me. You know, like this is terrible. And he's like, He's like, you'll find no hope here. Only despair. Don't get any closer to me. And the monster basically just like faint, just I think just he like melts. Yeah, I think he, he scared the monster to death. <laughs> yeah. yeah. He's like, yeah. oh no. Yeah, he, he melts. Yeah. <laughs> and King just always has this like really, it, it's funny because like, if you really look closely, you can tell that it's either, it, it could either be a look of kind of like, just like a badass look, or it could be like a totally horrified look. <laughs> Because, like, King mostly is just, like, scared all the time. Yeah. But he's actually really good at video games. I think that's, like, his one thing that he's really good at. I, he kind of looks like Buffalo Bill or something. Like, he's he's kind of a, <laughs> a big guy. Like. I, I, I do think that it, that kind of is, like, part of the core of One Punch Man is that there's just, like, for a few of these characters, it really does is just, like, the same joke over and over again. But they still manage, yep. um, still manage to find ways to keep it funny. I mean, hell, it's in the title, One Punch Man. That's one of them. <laughs> yep. He's like, you know, like he hears the King engine. It's so loud. He's like, you should not bother me. You should find <laughs> another hero. And so he thinks, the, the monster thinks he's like seeing through his disguise. Right. But yeah, it was just, it was great. It was really funny. So I, I know that um, none of the three of us are fam- I, I have read or know the general arc of the original comic by one no webcomic version of it we got to give one credit Um, though oh absolutely so i don't know if we're coming close or not in that regard um i I guess we'll see i I kind of prefer to not so so to speak spoil myself on that like if it ends soon cool if there's still plenty to come great at this point even though i could like you know pull up a synopsis of the original webcomic and kind of like plot out where we are i kind of like not knowing yeah uh, yeah it'd be interesting to see where where it goes and of course um king will probably be found next to like the body of orochi and probably, i think I, yeah i think that happened with like the big centipede monster didn't, yeah, yeah didn't like king show up so. right as saitama punched it in the face and it like kind of just like flattened yeah and like oh king thank god you're here like yeah, luckily King's never been in sort of a tournament situation where people actually can see him fight. <laughs> That's not really how One Punch Man works, but but there was a tournament arc, sort of. Yeah, <laughs> but there... so t- but but King didn't participate. <laughs> All right. Anywho, I think we'll take a brief break here. We'll be back to talk briefly about just kind of bird's eye view of the other series and maybe talk a bit about the rankings and such. So take a brief pause for. A commercial of sorts and then we'll be right back hello 
Hello, everybody. My name is Mike. And I'm Greg. And together we are Robots from Tomorrow, a twice-weekly podcast appearing at multiversitycomics.com. Each week we take some time to check out books and shelves on Wednesday that are worth your attention. And each month we dissect the previous catalog. We also have long-form discussions about books we've enjoyed like Dan Clow's Ghost World and Jack Kirby and Mike Royer's Commandy. And if that's not enough, we also do creator interviews. Some of the talks you'll find in our archives feature Mike Mignola, Leila Del Duca, Sean Martinborough, Emma Beebe, and Greg Rucka. So that's a lot of content for everybody. Please subscribe to Robots from Tomorrow in iTunes or Stitcher so you never miss a thing. Robots from Tomorrow has hours of comic-focused entertainment week in and week out. And now, back to your show. All right, we're back for the end of the show where we talk a little bit about just other, impre- just kind of stray loose impressions about other series that are going on. Take a look at the uh, unofficial rankings based on the table of contents and all that. One thing that I notice when we kind of alluded to it earlier is the question of how is our favorite Matama security doing? Hmm. Um, and I think, Emily, you mentioned kind of comparing it to Chainsaw Man. And I'm, I'm somewhat hopeful that that's the case because it does seem like it's hovering like kind of in the middle, a little yeah. bit on the lower side. Yeah. But it's it hasn't been like plummeting towards the end of the magazine. No. Mm-hmm. I um, think... I think it has a chance because I remember for a while there, Chainsaw Man was looking kind of dire. Like it was down right. kind of low. And now it seems to have sort of kind of, it, it kind of just has a place now. I think it's pretty safe from being canceled. Yeah. Also, I, I noticed um, at the time that we were recording, even though we uh, talked, even though we were mainly talking about the uh, November releases, also, as of this first day of December, when we're recording, Beast Children has ended as well, which, eh. <sighs> I'm crying. No, uh, I'm not. It, no, I, Emily did not love it. No, I didn't like it. <laughs> but, I mean, you know, I hope that the manga could, can find success with something else. I just didn't particularly like that story, and I kind of dropped it about halfway through. <laughs> yeah, so. it's... it's... Sports manga is hard, I think. You, yeah. you can, it's like it's really an all or nothing kind of yeah. kind of <laughs> genre. It's like how we thought Robot Laser Beam was going, and then it was like, oh, chapter sixty, and okay. <laughs> yeah. Bye. <laughs> I've noticed I I have not been keeping up with this at all, but um Mission Yozakura family is also kind of in a similar situation to Matama, kind of hovering around the middle. Which is maybe a good place for it to be. Yeah, I still don't have any interest on like I catching up like with it. it or anything. Yeah, I, I, yeah, no, I, no major. Have we all completely there. dropped it? I think so. Yeah. What's that? Have we all completely oh, dropped yeah. it? Yeah, yeah, I did. Yeah, Demon Slayer is still frequently at the very top, and I, I've still been reading it ever since I like read everything that I had available, and. Have either of you caught up on that yet, or? Sorry, on which one? Demon Slayer. Oh no, I mean, yeah. I'm I really I've I've like started <laughs> reading the current stuff, but I'm not. I haven't read everything in as far as like the backlog. Yeah, because I think I think that um, in either the next month or two, we're probably going to have like the first big like extreme major story climax. You think so? Um, like right you know they're the current arc has been like dealing with them fighting with Muson, and it's like at the point where like all the flunkies 
are more or less out of the way. It's pretty much just the fight with Muzan besides a couple other things here and there. So obviously we know well that these fights can be drawn out for quite some time, but right. we'll see. We um, can sort of make an estimate. Yeah, I, I would guess it's probably going to wrap up in like another month or two. And we'll see what they have planned for after that because um, it, he was being, you know, set up as he's like kind of been the major antagonist from right. the beginning. It'll be interesting. Yeah. Um, it's it's still like, you know, the action is still <clears throat> great. And um, as we discussed when it was our book club pick, I definitely understand now why, why it was, why it has been so successful. Yeah. Yeah, I think we're all caught up on, or at least we've, we've at least read some of the main books, except for, what is it, Jujutsu Tyson? Yeah. Yeah, it that is. one's high. And also Act Age. Act Age has been creeping up quite a bit, too. Yeah, Act, Act yeah. Age is one of those ones that I keep meaning to, I'm like, oh, it, I should check that out. It also has kind of a big gap in what has been translated. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it does. It's sort of like, sort of like with Demon Slayer. Yeah. Yeah, so, I mean, yeah, we could go back and, and read that as well. They'll just take a while to catch up. Yeah, I think the only... Um... There's there's a couple things that are in the Japanese magazine that we just don't have. Yeah. But I think I think, most... the, I think the only one is... Um, you know, something, the you Haunted know the Hot, Hot Springs. Springs. Which, which I... Um, I don't know. Like, uh... I, don't, I don't know what it's about. It's not, just the name makes me think it might be something I don't want to know that's Questionable. about. Questionable. Um... <laughs> it might be a reason we don't have it. Yeah. Maybe. Chainsaw Man seems to... I, I think... Chainsaw Man, like not only just looking at the table of contents placement of it, but I'm, I'm, it's one of those things I'm starting to, it's one of the series that I'm starting to like run across references to it in other places. Really? Like, yes. I, I've, I, I don't know off the top of my head, like a example, but I know like, you know, just kind of seeing people mention it on other, huh. so yeah, on like Twitter You're or right. Reddit or stuff like that. It seems like I, it's going to it, it may be the next uh, big Thing. hit. Yeah. You know what I think about Chainsaw Man? Get the right studio. And it could be an awesome anime. Absolutely. 100%. Yeah. Like Madhouse or something or production IG. Get somebody like that on it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It could, yeah. And like, especially with that sort of sketchy art style that it has. Like, I feel like, I don't know, on the one hand, like sort of art styles like that that look simple can be sort of hard to pull off and keep sort of uh, faithful yeah. to the source material. Sort of like we saw there was this beautiful, like really short kind of thing of, of there was a movie, there's going to be a movie of uh, the girl from the other side. Mm-hmm. And that looks awesome. And, and it's being done in like almost exact same style as the manga. Okay, that's cool. But uh, yeah, but it's like, I mean, obviously it's like a one hour movie or something. So they right. can do that with that budget. So I don't know. I hope, I hope, I would actually really be interested if Chainsaw Man got a anime. That'd be cool to see in action. Yeah, for sure. And I do like it. Like, it is weird, and I sort of don't follow some of the stuff going on. Um, I haven't kept, like, I haven't really been taking, like, super close notes on, like, characters or anything like that. It's very misanthropic. Misanthropic, yeah. It sort of has a very nihilistic, I think, take on life yeah. and humanity. And Denji is a little bit sort of a hopeless sort of character, though he is kind of grappling with this thought of like do i have a heart still am i still human kind of thing so i don't know i mean at least it's acknowledging that i was a little worried it was going to be just like super like just kind of black 
as far as its its outlook. I mean, not even so much as in Berserk. Berserk is just like a completely amoral, just like right. ethically, just like the worst thing that could ever happen in this world is Berserk. Like, I think Berserk has the single worst thing that's like ever happened in fiction ever, <laughs> the Eclipse. Uh, and if you read the it's Eclipse, bad. if you read the Eclipse or watch the anime version of it, you will maybe agree with me that it's like the worst thing that's ever been depicted in fiction. <laughs> So yeah, not a fun time. No, but but I think Berserk because it goes that far, it shows literally the worst thing ever happening. Yeah, like I think I think it has like a claim to that more than like Chainsaw Man, where it feels a, Chainsaw Man feels a little bit like cynical in that regard, and like sort of like doesn't humankind just suck like totally? But it's a kind of adolescent yeah, cynicism. Yeah, a little bit. I still like it though. I think it I think it has a place in the magazine, and I, I like reading it. But it does kind of have that sort of attitude it's got a tood sort of <laughs> call it a tood which is fine then she's gonna grow a goatee he's gonna he's gonna have the same arc as like max from a goofy movie <laughs> i was i was gonna i was thinking uh jack from jack and daxter <laughs> oh, oh man can we wow. talk about that was like that's like my favorite example of like extreme something becoming like quote unquote extreme. Uh, the, the early, well, not even like extreme because that's more like a nineties thing. More like yeah. more like the early Edgy. yeah, Edgy. more like the early aughts. The uh, uh, the Prince of Persia games had a similar similar oh, track yeah. to between yeah, and like, like the first and the second one. The thing with Jack and Daxter is like not only did so Jack got his goatee. I think he actually spoke. Yes, and like one of his lines is like, "I'm gonna kill." I forget the bad guy's name. Was it like some Baron or something? I thought it was like Praxis, but that can't be right. No, that's something along those lines. Yeah, he's like, "I'm gonna kill Praxis," and it's like, "Whoa, Jack is serious now." And of course, like Daxter was like the perverted sidekick, and the female characters like had boobs that was like were like obliquely commented on and things like that it was like and like i guess at the time when i played it i was like 15 or 16 i sort of didn't really think about it you're like this is awesome yeah, i was like oh it's for adults now <laughs> like, <laughs> um i think i remember liking the gameplay but like even some of the reviewers at the time were like i mean i guess it's cool that jack is like hardcore badass anyway sorry i just i just like remembering the the like weird transformation that jack and daxter went through it's very funny it is. Any other Shonen Jump thoughts? <sighs> um, um, no, Boruto's still good. Um, good. Black Clover is actually pretty good. Yeah, I've been en- I've been enjoying uh, where it's going. I just like the feeling that things are like actually moving in a sense now. Yeah. After the slog that the previous arc. Became. Yeah, there was a time skip. You know, I love time skips. Oh yeah. Um, it wasn't a very long one, but no, um, no. But um, it's it's kind of interesting, and we're getting like a kind of a view of the wider nation kind of setting. Yeah, it was actually like a, a quintessential like Dragon Ball time skip training time skip because Asta just Classic. came out of it just like very buff. Right. Yeah. Classic. Yeah, he, he's like jacked even more so than he was before. <laughs> yeah. He's, he's a short king. Yeah, he is. He short is. king. Is yeah. he the guy from that bagel video? Oh, yeah. Do you remember that? <laughs> yeah, the bagel. There's I mean, like, like the, he's like there's yelling. Like and... A short guy in like a bagel store who yells at some other guy saying like, oh, you know, just because I'm five foot two, you know, women don't want to talk to me and things like that. He just kind of goes, he kind of goes ham. Yeah, Asta's a short king. He goes sicko mode. Hashtag well, that's cool. King. Good, good for Asta. That's all I have to say. 
Anything else? One Piece is good. Still going. Yeah, we're getting these uh, flashback arcs. There's been some with, good character uh, designs in the flashbacks. Oda. Yeah. They were getting Kazuki Odin stuff. Kazuki Odin. Odin was like the guy that died. He's not even in the story anymore. Right. But it's like a flashback. But he's too. so cool. We're, he is, we're all remembering how cool he is. He is kind of a bro. He is. To, like legit. He's pretty awesome. There has been a lot. Go- There's been so much going on with, with Wano. I think it's supposed to end soon though. I'm allowed to say this about One Piece because I'm a One Piece expert. <laughs> and I could basically, I remember there was a time where it's weird for me now to come across a One Piece name where I'm like, I don't remember who that is. But it does sometimes happen. But there was a time where I knew almost everybody. I'm sad to say that I, I might be slipping a little bit. But at any rate, uh, it's still. That's all right. It's going. It's good. All right, then. Um, I think that about covers everything we wanted to talk about. We'll be back in a couple weeks to talk about uh, Pokemon Black and White, Pokemon Adventures Black and White, mm-hmm. not just the games. Then we talk about the games too. Yeah, a bit, quite a bit. Oh, yeah, quite a bit. This is a that that was recorded before this, so it's almost like we're talking about the the future, the future that we somehow know Ooh. about. I think we made that joke before. Probably, oh, but that's okay. <laughs> so we'll be back in a couple weeks for that. In January, we're going to do a little bit of a retrospective, both in terms of kind of like a late celebration of the second year into the third year of the podcast, kind of looking back at some of the stuff that we talked about, what some of our favorites were, maybe even like catching up on some some of the stuff that we read. I might kind of read the stuff that's uh, Mm -hmm. come out since then. Without spoiling, without showing my head yeah, hand we're, of what my pick is, yeah, probably so going to be. Basically, what we're going to try to do is talk about some of our favorite things we've read for the show, and also our favorite things in Shonen Jump. And so, I don't really have like a yeah. We might we might split it up into yeah. Might might split the episode up that way, like we have been doing. We'll yeah, see. we we don't really have like a concrete number of things we're going to talk about or anything. It's just going to be sort of free form, I think. But mm-hmm. yeah. So we'll be back, uh, as you said, a couple weeks if you want to hear us talk about Pokemon Adventures, if not another month before we talk about like our little look back see. Mm-hmm. In the meantime, you can find us on Twitter. I am at Goodbye to a Shoe. I am at Cosmos, of course. And I am at Woker Fox. All right, we'll catch you all later. Thank you so much for listening. Bye.